what I like about it is that you can only record up to eight hours of audio. That's only it. eight oh, hours. Only? That's it. Don't well, you dare go I mean, eight hours. I, I guess that stops the marathon potting, but you know, for guys like Josh, that might be a good thing. They're, they're just trying to tell him he needs to take a break, go get some food, maybe use the restroom. <laughs> well, actually, what, what was nice uh, while we were trying to set up, I was able to eat. Oh, good. There you go. Good. Yeah, right. actual food is good. All right, so All right, Francis hit the button. We right, are live. <laughs> we are live. All right. Welcome to CMK TV Podcast. We are back, bitches. We took a, a season off, and uh, just to you know, address the elephant in the room, we took a season off because uh, I got a divorce and sold my house and went through some shit. So a good chunk of last year sucked, and then the end of last year got a lot better. I spent a year living with a buddy, and basically my PC was down in his living room, so I couldn't really do live podcasts from it. Uh, so I had a Chromebook that kind of half-assed my way on a ATGN during my live Sunday, so I kept that podcast going. But uh, it made this one much more problematic, and so we took a season off, so we're back for this year. So uh, probably next week or over the next couple of weeks, we'll talk about you know all the all of what we missed last season, you know, on the Flash and Arrow. Lots of good shows, lots of good happenings. Uh, you know, a Walking Dead season that blew a whole bunch of people's minds with some of the shit that it led up to, which those of us that are reading the comic know is uh, episode 100, or issue 100 of the comic is what uh, the last episode of last season of The Walking Dead led up to, the introduction of Negan. So, you know, lots of good stuff that we'll cover. Uh, we got, you know, an entire uh, Netflix show, Luke Cage dropped, that... Uh, some of our cast here has watched, not everybody yet, but we'll be able to talk about that during this season. Uh, but for now, uh, I'm back. I'm uh, Anthony Bachman, leading the, leading the things again. Uh, tonight, we're one man short, but I do have with me uh, Mr. Ajax himself. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, it's Francis Fernandez, a.k.a. the other guy, also known as Ajax. Sure, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> with no working camera, so you just get to see the beautiful CMYK TV podcast logo as my face. Which well, that's is what probably your face looks like. Yeah, which is probably better for a lot of people anyway. <laughs> so I'll take it. <laughs> that's what Francis's face looks like now. We just put the the placard over him, make him walk around in public like that. <laughs> oh, we should do that at cons. Make oh, a mask. He just has to wear the a podcast sign for his face. Sure, that'd it's be kind of advertising. Cool. Why not? There you go. And then uh, we also have with us El Haquez. I'm over here. Yeah, I don't have the sound effect. Damn it! Oh, oh we <laughs> that's we why I did it. <laughs> we could have had yeah. that piped up. Yes, we're we, all we still got we got we got technical difficulties, but we're working through them. Oh uh, yeah. Well, we're podcasters. Take, That's what we do. Exactly. And when you take a year off, shit happens. Oh, one hundred percent. Indeed, indeed. All right. So yeah. So we are back. We're doing three man tonight. Uh, we're missing uh, our resident Walking Dead expert. I'm going to assume that he had a long weekend, watched The Walking Dead, and went the fuck to bed because it, it's late in uh the Toronto time zone over in Canada's so Canada's. Yeah. in the Canada's he probably had a he probably had a late night cracked out he's, he's probably zonked out on his couch right now in front of his laptop waiting to do the <laughs> podcast because he's done it before it's, it's, oh, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be the first time so yeah so hopefully uh get some sleep Jay and we'll uh we'll talk to you next week but uh yeah so we got a couple of the most let's see everything all the shows that were renewed have gone live again this season, except for iZombie. Is that correct? I believe that's the that's that's what it is. Yeah, iZombie. I want to say is at least I think it's next week actually. 
Is it next week when it comes back? Okay. So then, yeah. So if my count's right, so we, we realized that. So Powers was canceled after the second season on uh, the PlayStation Network, which is funny. Cancel the one show that they put all the money in. It's their number one rated <laughs> show because it's their only show their on only the show, PlayStation right? Network. Which right. I think it's funny, yeah, because they, they touted it on the PlayStation Network and in their shop that it was the number one rated show on the PlayStation Network. But it was their only, well, I guess not their only show. They did have a, what was it called? The Tester. So, I mean, they had more than one show, but really it was the only show that people would tune in to watch, at least that I could think of. And I mean, I thought by the end of season two, like, Powers was getting good. Like, they were getting to some fun stuff. Did you guys end up watching the end of that second season? I never saw the first season. I only oh, saw season one. Yeah. I, I, I'm an Xbox user, so uh, <laughs> no, no, no PS <laughs> network for me. Yeah, no, no Powers in the X-Bone. But, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they brought in uh, Trisha Helfer. As um, uh, think, can't think of his name. Uh, Christian Walker's ex partner, who was also his ex lover, who turned on oh, him and then comes back as an FBI agent, who oh, basically tries to take over the town. Uh, they have Michael Batson come in as a uh, super shock, which was fantastic, and then he goes completely insane, and you know did a a great job playing a character who basically you take the Superman level character in their world and have him pretty much starts suffering from dementia. Like he's been, you know, almost immortal and been around for so long and he basically just starts losing it. And how do you deal with a character that's that strong that nobody can beat when that character starts losing their mental faculties? Like it was it was a really cool storyline for the second season. Well, if it was going to keep going, I would totally have watched it, but because it isn't, I don't feel like compelled to watch it at all <laughs> yeah yeah when, when do you get a chance i mean there's some good stuff in it but yeah it's mm-hmm. funny because uh, it does bring up the fact that trisha helfer was on that show they canceled mm-hmm. powers and bam who's uh who's current on lucifer oh she's on lucifer or, yeah okay yeah they ended <laughs> season one of lucifer and the big mm-hmm. deal was that at the very end lucifer gets a glimpse into hell when he dies mm-hmm. and comes back and he says I, oh what? shit someone escaped <laughs> Yeah, well, Lucifer, in the end of the first season, big spoilers, yeah. And if anybody that doesn't know, if you're new to the CMYK TV podcast, all the shows we talk about, we talk about current, and we will spoil everything. So if you are not current on a show and we start talking about a show, fast forward a minute or two, we'll start talking about another show. But we talk about everything, and so if you're not current on it, you don't want to be listening to this podcast. This is the podcast for people current on stuff. We're going to talk about the uh, Flash episode uh, 202. I haven't even seen it yet. Yep. Oh man. Oh, but we're gonna talk yeah. about it, and I'm I'm gonna forget about it all before I watch it. I'm sure. But and, 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 it helps. Yeah. And speaking <laughs> of staying current, though, um, I just looked it up. I Zombie doesn't start till January 2017. So you have okay. Like, so yeah. So it's the time. Mid, it's the mid-season show. So I Zombie's the show. one that's mid-season. Okay. Yeah. But no, at the end of season one, Lucifer gets shot. He dies, mm-hmm. and he basically has a vision as he's walking through hell. And as before he gets sent back to his body to be resurrected again, he realizes that somebody escaped from hell. And so oh, the man. big finale of the first season was he comes back and says, oh, shit, mom got out of hell. Oh, <laughs> and so he tells um, the other angel, oh, I can't think man. of his name, uh, the, the black guy, mm-hmm. he tells the black guy, mom got out no. and mom's escaped hell. And so it's Lucifer at the start of the season trying to find his mother. And what they realize is that basically when when a demon or an angel or somebody comes up or down from heaven, 
they go they jump into a body of someone who recently died. So Lucifer oh. starts trying to check all the recently deceased people and trying to find someone they owe that possibly got killed during like you know like a gangland shootout or something where a body might have got buried and nobody was nobody was told about it. There wasn't an incident. And what you end up finding is that this woman got murdered in a hotel and then she got up and walked away and that woman is Trisha Helford. And so it's oh. Trisha Helfer, the motherfucking the world's hottest Cylon is Lucifer's mom. And so the the start of the new season is literally Lucifer dealing with his mom. And it's his mom dealing with being in a body for the first time ever. She was basically a pure energy being like God Mm. who had never been encased in flesh. And so she's trying to learn how to be human. And one of the best things about it is they make like in the first two episodes, I think they make 10 references to the fact that she has a perfect ass. Because it's uh, is, Lucifer and his mom both referring to this body that she's in, and he's creeped out by the fact that he's basically physically attracted to the body that his mother is in. Is this still a procedural? Mm-hmm. It, okay, well then, have it fun is. watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. enjoy they, enjoy they, watching they still, it. <laughs> they they still do basically the the, the murder of the week, mm-hmm. and that's him and the cop go and try to find somebody, and then Lucifer figures out a way to basically punish them. Uh, but yeah. um. As the show is progressing, he's becoming more and more mortal. Oh, good. Um, you find out that his buddy, the angel that took over his job in hell mm-hmm. and came up from hell to basically force him to go back to hell and take his job back, he's now slowly becoming a human. Because what they're finding out is that if uh, angel, demon, whoever, if they stay on Earth too long, it starts breaking their connection with you know basically the other world, the other plane. Mm-hmm. And so... From the looks of it, they'll eventually all lose their superpowers and become mortals. Did they get? Oh, they do lose their powers. Okay, so they'll. Yeah. They'll, all right. All right. Yeah, I can't. I keep forgetting his buddy's name, but yeah, he's um, in the most current episode, he's losing his ability to freeze time, which is how he got away with all sorts of shit. He needed to do something. All of a sudden, everybody would stop, and then he could walk into a room, do take whatever he needed, disappear, and there would just be like a gust of wind. So it basically looked like the flash ran through, but occasionally there'd just be a feather, you know, trailing down one of the black feathers because he's an archangel and he's got the big, awesome black wings. But yeah, uh, um, a Matadiel, a Matadiel, yeah, a Matadiel. Oh. It wasn't uh, Hero Nakamura. Look, all no, I know is hero. this is <laughs> this is Constantine all over again with the angel who can stop time. Just yeah. Saying. But yeah, the, but honestly, I, I love Constantine. I dug it as a show. I thought oh, yeah. they could have done a lot more with it. But the actor who plays Lucifer is having even more fun as Lucifer than the guy who is having a blast playing Constantine. Uh, I guess. I mean, I just can't get over the procedural part, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. And we'll, I, I mean, it'll still be part of the regular uh, rotation. I dig it. So it works. <laughs> it works. As long as someone's yeah, covering it. Yeah, it's a fun show. Cool. Yep. Yeah, and I will be staying up on that. Yeah, so uh, the, yeah, Fox has got what, too? They got Gotham and got Lucifer. I fell behind on Gotham. I'm about halfway through last season. Mm-hmm. So I've oh. got up to a couple of big story parts, but I'm definitely not current. Okay, so we're going to talk about Gotham. Hold on a second. Let's see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? Let's see. You hear this? No, not hearing anything. Ah, de- oh, it was working. It was working. I had it working and everything. Anyway, all right. I will get that all sorted out. Gotham. Uh, has, uh, what about you, Josh? Have you been watching Gotham? No, I only watch Gotham if I've caught up on everything else. Mm. And when it's, show? And when it's on, I believe, 
Yes. And when it's on, I don't even pay attention to it unless it's a Bruce part because that's the only part that's interesting. Okay. So let me. Really? Just... You don't like fish? No. Come on, man. How can you not like fish? I just, it, it's not interesting. It's a, it's a, I want a Batman TV show, not a, right. not a procedural right. show. With well, this is not a Batman TV show. show so yeah. if, if you want a Batman TV show, go watch Arrow. Uh, that's true. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what we've been all, saying since All the best one. parts of Arrow are Batman. <laughs> all right. So Which, I'm saying that for Jay because Jay's not here. And Jay has been dead set on the fact that Arrow <laughs> no, is a Batman TV show. I think we've all, we've all agreed on that, I think, very early. Oh, on. yeah. Yeah, he's not wrong on that. All no. right. So, um, I get here. Let me just tell you. It is Gotham. This. So, what have you seen up to? You said up to the second season? Yeah. So, like, I saw where. Um, I'm trying to get all the names in my head. I saw where Gordon got framed for murder, mm-hmm. went to jail, got out, went uh, back to town to, fr- to clear his name. I think by the end of the last season, he had cleared his name. Yes. And was a cop again, and then oh, you man. find out that Fish isn't dead, right? <laughs> and uh, I watched all the way through the Azrael stuff, where they turned um, what's his face into a version of Azrael, mm-hmm. was Gallivant. definitely not as yeah Gallivant, mm-hmm. which is definitely not as cool as Azrael from the comics. But I love the fact that Gallivant, like it's motherfucking, <laughs> it's chess from the Cape, you guys. It's oh. the guy who played the bad guy on the Cape. Oh, <laughs> right. Is the evil oh, mayor. Yeah, is the evil mayor on Gotham. They kill what? him. They bring him back. They turn him into Azrael and bring him back again. Like, that actor is fantastic, and he won't die. I love the fact that he refuses. He's like, I will be back. I will be another villain. You cannot get rid of me. He's fucking well, great. I just and he's fun that, to watch. I just love that you actor. pulled Cape. I mean, you pulled the Cape. of yeah, that all. I, own it on DVD. I own it on DVD. Oh, that would be that all- was deep. Well, they made a. I'm glad that they made eleven <laughs> bucks because I think that's the entire amount of money they oh, made no, for that show. That show I was think, insane. I think I got it on sale on Amazon. It was like four fifty <laughs> for the box set of the season. Well, yeah, right. that, that was another one of those show killer ones. Uh, What's her face? Uh, Summer Glau. Oh, she's yeah. fantastic and gorgeous, but man, she, she'll kill a show in the first season. Except, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why she they introduced her what season three on Arrow. So that's season why three, it was done. only a, a small yeah. arc, yeah. and then yeah. but uh, what's <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right because well, Terminator went two seasons. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it went two, but I think that had more to do with uh, uh, Lena Headey's. Yeah, yeah, her her popularity because that show was fun. I ended up going back mm-hmm. and watching the whole thing. It was a fun show, and Summer Glau was fucking fantastic as a female Terminator. She was great on that show. Yeah, the best she just, part of that show was it was having Brian Austin Green back on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bag man, the bag, dude, the bag uh, is awesome. No. <laughs> I, I don't know about that one, but sure, I'll I'll, I'll let you have that one. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, I just feel bad. Yeah, no, bad. that's somebody else. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess just to catch up on Gotham, season three starts off with everyone from Arkham or Indian Hill actually escaping. Uh, for people who don't know who what Indian Hill is, that is the experimental laboratory where Doctor Strange uh, or Professor Dr. Strange, Hugo, Hugo Strange. Strange, yeah, not. Not the other Doctor Strange, but this yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, technically he is Doctor Strange, but yeah, that's why they always call him Doctor Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange, yeah, uh, was doing a bunch of experiments on inmates to see if they can you can induce powers in them and things like that. One of which is Fish Mooney. She has the power to if she touches you, she you could do or you will do whatever she tells you to do. That's one of her powers. Anyway, she's so now th- even more charming than ever. Exactly, and it ends with 
the penguin in power, the Indian Hill people scattered to the wind. Lee, uh, if you recall, Lee was uh, Jim's love interest uh, moving on and not kind of staying in Gotham. Uh, and it actually starts with the new season, with um, George, uh, Gordon being a bounty hunter. I'm only three episodes in. I'm thinking of dropping the show. It's getting a little too ridiculous now. <laughs> like It's getting to the point where I'm just like, I can't wrap my mind around any of the concepts they're trying to pull. For instance. I mean, after the first season where they had an eight-year-old Catwoman, I, I kind of just like, ah, I'll go with it, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like, they're it's definitely just... it's not my favorite show, though. I think, like Josh said, like it's 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 the bottom of the stack of comics. It's mm-hmm. that when you read it at the end, when you get done with everything else, it's like, eh. <laughs> so, I'm done watching the other twelve shows that are you know coming out for comic books. I'll watch the thirteenth one. Why not? Right. It's like it's in my pocket. <laughs> I might as well just take it out and look at it. But it's like the, uh... the penguin is awesome on that. The oh, kid no, the, that's yeah. playing the Joker or, or whatever he's supposed to be, because that sort of sounds like the Joker to me when I hear him, is awesome. But it's well, just, the show is boring. The upside <laughs> is is it's full of fantastic actors. Mm-hmm. Yes. They've done some really cool stories, they but they've also had some stories fall extremely flat. So the writing is very yeah. uneven. But you have, a, you have a solid cast, you have great ideas and concepts, mm-hmm. but a lot of them just don't seem to mesh very well. And then they, they'll throw in just almost random acts of violence to try to just get shock value in areas that don't really seem to push, to push the story forward in a way that you would think it would go. Which is really strange because you know, if, you, if you want to do a, a Gotham-based procedural, they literally have the Gotham Central comic to pull from. Mm-hmm. And they're not really pulling from there so much as they're just pulling Batman villains and trying to do a prequel story of them. Yeah, and look, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's rough. This first three, this first season, the first three episodes. I haven't watched the last one, yeah. the fourth one, because, like I said, I'm really just almost there. But so, yeah, I, I, it's it's strange. Um, they're doing the Batman Returns storyline where Cobblepot is working to become mayor of Gotham. Uh, he frees <laughs> the Riddler from Arkham oh, Asylum. Awesome. Uh, Barbara Keane is now in cahoots with the um, Caliphant's sister, and now they own a club. Uh, and she's nice. now like a like a gay, she's like a a mob boss sort of. It's really strange. <laughs> it's it's getting crazy. Uh, Bruce Wayne, guess what he found? His doppelganger. The what's his name? Uh, <clears throat> the, from Hush. The dude that looks just like him, he, he's there. The kid, there's a kid, Bruce Wayne, that looks just does he like have a, him. Does he have a goatee? Oh, wow. No, well, he's too young to have a goatee, but he has. He doesn't, he doesn't have it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's his doppelganger's already there. What is it? Thomas something? Uh, it's, it's been a long time since I read Hush. I don't remember. All I know <laughs> is that they're throwing that storyline in there. And now Ivy, who was just a kid, gets touched by a uh, an inmate with powers that make you grow old. Like, that's his superpower, is he ages you till to death. Well, nice. apparently, he didn't grab onto Ivy for too long, so she becomes a buxom 19-year-old with just, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. The, the reason you want Ivy around? <laughs> exactly. To, to, to fill out a one-piece swimsuit? It, more or less, and she becomes all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, a killer. Just out of nowhere, just becomes a killer. It's unbelievable. It's a so very yeah. odd retcon of a character. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and the best part. I mean, I don't know if that. I, I would. I would call that a retcon. Would you? It is. Or a restructuring, I guess. 
That's a total restructuring. Yeah, yeah, it's a total restructuring. Because that's part of the problem is that you have the idea of a Batman show that doesn't have Batman in it yet. So you have the kid who will someday become Batman, but for some odd reason the writers are like, well, we can't just have mob bosses, which is really what they started with in the first season. Yeah, They had mob bosses and hints and ideas of villains. And by the end of the second season, they're like, no, fuck it. Mr. Freeze, the Joker, <laughs> Penguin, Riddler, fucking go nuts. Just give them everybody. Oh, yeah. And, and now- so by the, yeah, you go into the third season, and yeah, you have half the Bat villains already. Mm-hmm. Bruce is fucking nine. <laughs> These people are going to be in their 60s by the time he puts on the cape. He's 15-ish or something like that. Like, he's a teenager. He's, yeah. he's getting there. But, of course, they introduce... They introduced the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter is a new is a character now. <laughs> He's already in there hypnotizing people, not with a hat, but just like genuinely hypnotizing people. And of course, what Batman mythos would not be the same without introducing Vicky Vale? Oh, of course, Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Now here's the problem with Vicky Vale. This is my <laughs> biggest problem with Vicky Vale because they introduce her right, and I don't know if she's supposed to be a Batman love interest. Gordon Love Interest. There you go. Let's toss her in. Oh. Gordon Love hey. Interest. Like it's ridiculous. I'm so <laughs> just like my mind <laughs> is literally exploding from this show. It's just listening to this makes me not want to watch it. It's <laughs> it it's makes a, me kind of want to get caught up. It's a lot of just it's, throwing it's stuff. Crazy. It's crazy. It is. It oh no, it is. Well it just seems like they're 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 reaching. They're they're trying too hard. Oh man. There's I, you throw in all the uh, Mr. Freeze? I mean, he oh, was probably one of the oldest of the villains whenever they would portray him, right? Yeah. Well, Mr. Freeze, I want to say, was a creation of the Batman animated series. Um, no. Was it? No, it was, no, was, no, it was, oh, no, no, you're right, you're right, right, right. He's right. definitely he was on the 66 Batman. Yeah. Oh, that's it was, right. That's uh, right, right. a price. No, you're right. Uh, I forgot. Well, he, uh, what you're thinking of is he, they changed him to an actual, like, cold. Oh, there you go. Uh, Super powered character mm. in the animated series. No. Oh. And then in towards the Batman, when he actually became a version of basically Iceman in a suit, oh. where he could create. Yeah, so they changed him through the cartoons, but yeah, no, the Mister Freeze has been a Bat villain for quite some time. Well, speaking of Bat villains, they also mildly introduced Man Bat in here. They don't really straight up say it's Man Bat, but oh, Man-Bat you get uh, uh, Doctor Langstrom. Well, they don't call him that. It's just some dude who squeaks and has like <laughs> bat wings. That's all he does is squeaks and has bat wings. Uh, but you know, I think I, I think I want to get caught up on Gotham just because it's going to be what, what most people call a guilty pleasure, and I'm just going to call it a fucking pleasure. Because it, it's it, if they just keep getting more and more ridiculous, I'm going to just watch it just because it's fucking fun. It's a mess. It's a mess. They're, the only thing that, that I enjoyed, and this is, again, this is a spoiler I wouldn't want to give out because I've been waiting three seasons for this. But All right, spoilers for Gotham. You don't want to hear it. It's just Bump a, ahead thirty seconds. It's just a line. <laughs> Penguin meets up with Nigma to tell him, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you out of here. I need you." He's like, "Fine," but he has to deal with Fish Mooney. So he asks Nigma for advice, like, "What do I do with Fish Mooney?" And Nigma finally says the line I've been waiting for for three seasons. Don't forget, penguins eat fish. He finally <laughs> said it. It finally was said. <laughs> That should have been said three seasons ago. It has finally been said in this episode, and I was so happy. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I I kind of... 
I don't, I'm not even sure if I ever really re- realized that that's something that should be said out loud on that show. But now that you say it, it's like, how was that not mentioned the first time they met? Exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. So for people who are, and I have, again, Gotham season three up to episode three, that's, that's the deal. I mean, right now I'm not, I'm kind of just watching it for the sake of watching it just because it's there. But if it picks up, uh, maybe, maybe. I'm, uh, I'm, I'll probably, now. I'm, I'm caught up on everything else, so I'll probably catch up on that just because it's the one show I'm not caught up on. And I have enjoyed it, and I do love Jada Pinkett Smith. Her yeah. as Fish Mooney is a badass gangster I enjoy. And, yeah, uh, Robin Taylor, Robin Lord Taylor, uh, mm-hmm. Penguin, That yeah. he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And just his scenes alone usually make up for whatever ridiculousness is going on with that show. And the guy that played Azriel, awesome yeah, he's he's awesome a actor as well. Villain. Yeah, he plays yeah. villains very well. Yeah. Just, okay. So we, we obviously have strong thoughts on on Gotham. Yeah, Gotham we, is a... a solid twenty on Gotham. Yeah, which is funny because Jay's not here. I think Jay's the one of us that really likes the show. He does like that show a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm split, but all right. All right. Uh, where are you guys at on uh, Ages of Shield? Caught up. Gave up season one. Wow. Gave up season one. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm caught up on Quake and the whole Ghost Rider. Uh, what, we've got three episodes so far, I believe. Yeah. We're on the third episode was the big blackout in LA. Yeah. And we got, we had the, uh, the death of Agent May. Huge spoilers. Oh, and then what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What well, a, they, po- you are, you are they, good with the they words. Killed her man. And brought her back in one episode. I mean, it's not, I mean, she was only dead for like a minute. That the way you pulled it, you, that is such <laughs> clickbait. I love it. The death of Agent May. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I do. I love Robbie Reyes, uh, the guy they got playing uh, the Ghost Rider, uh, the new version from the comics, the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, not Johnny Blaze, mm-hmm. not on a motorcycle, not a Danny Ketch, um, and not, I don't know the name of the female Ghost Rider that they did a little while ago. But yeah, it's uh, um, the, fourth, the fourth Ghost Rider, I believe. So yeah, it's uh, Robbie Reyes in the car, uh, he has a very different demon in him than the one that uh, most people would recognize from the Spirits of Vengeance Ghost Rider days. But yeah, uh, very cool rendition. Uh, he actually does like the thing where the head starts burning, and then you see like the flesh fall off, and it's a flaming skull underneath. Uh, they made the special effects of it really, really solid. Uh, can grab anything and make it burst into flames. Mm-hmm. Uh, the car is fucking gorgeous. No, oh, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, they've let uh, they've let Daisy kind of go nuts with her quake powers, and she's been running around and kicking some serious ass. It's been it's been a fun start to the season with huge, huge changes because you have uh, right. the new S.H.I.E.L.D. getting ready to go live to the public again. That S.H.I.E.L.D. is a good uh, good guy agency again. Well, they has cleared live. out all of HYDRA. But they have now, yeah. yeah. So the, the start of the season was they were prepping to go live. Mm-hmm. You have the new director. So Coulson's a field agent again. He is not running S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm digging it. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has it, – it was getting – it had you know a little a little waxing and waning there. Uh, end of the first season, start of the second, and then all the Inhumans. They basically did a ton of world building, and yeah, now I love it. It's a fantastic show, and it's been really yeah. fun to catch up this year. And they're introducing a lot of the elements of the Marvel universe into this show that I thought, hey, that's that's pretty cool. Like Ada, who is the life model decoy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They're building the first LMD. Yeah. So we have, which, yeah, is a huge thing in the Marvel comics. Yeah. Which, yeah, the fact that they don't have them yet with all the Captain America movies, <laughs> like, where the fuck is a life model decoy? Yeah. Because that's all Nick Fury used to do. You never, you nobody ever dealt with Nick Fury. 
Every time you thought you were talking to Nick Fury, you were talking to a life model decoy of Nick Fury. And Nick Fury was somewhere else whooping somebody's ass and taking somebody's name. Uh, in one of the Iron Man movies, uh, Stark mentions it. The yeah, second he one. says that he, he... Yeah, he doesn't... When he's answering the phone, he's like, you have reached a life model decoy of Tony uh, Stark. Yeah. I'm not here right now. Oh, right. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's Colson in the Avengers, I think. No, oh, oh, Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, because he's like, you're not talking to Tony Stark. This is a life model decoy. So yeah, that was the first time they mentioned one. But then, yeah, it's funny because Stark is not the one that builds them. No. And now we have the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like basically two, maybe three years later in the storyline of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So we're way down the line, but we actually have a, a scientist that's building an actual life model decoy. Yes. So, I mean, it's cool that they're introducing that. I thought, well, you know, that's a big deal. And they were also introducing a, a supernatural element with the big villain being kind of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and I mean, and introducing Ghost Rider himself, too, because as Daisy's dealing with him, oh, she's right. trying to figure out what he is. Because her natural assumption is that he's an inhuman. And he's like, yeah, I didn't get hit with no Terrigen Mist, bitch. I'm something else. I, I sold my soul to the devil. And she's like, what, right. really? I'm supposed to buy that? He's like, yeah, he was the only one buying yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, the fact the, the actor does it well. <laughs> the well I'll, I'll, maybe I'll have to go back and and give it a shot because Ghost Rider as a character is kind of cool. You can skip season two, even well, though I, I, think you I, I clearly did. Yeah, you, you can basically just uh, Daisy. Uh, who's Daisy? Yeah, Daisy, right? Oh no, Sky, the Sky. hacker from season one. Yeah, you find out her real name is Daisy Johnson, and she's actually Quake in the comics, and mm-hmm. so she finds out that she was adopted. And so the whole Sky personality is something that they came up with for the show. And she's actually Agent Quake from the comics who they've had for a while in S.H.I.E.L.D. And she gets uh, her inhuman superpowers, the ability, basically she's like Richter from the X-Men. She can create vibrations and earthquakes. Hmm. So yeah, basically mm-hmm. she, she leaves S.H.I.E.L.D., goes bad, and then now is a badass. Well, she does. she's not going bad, <laughs> but she's trying to... I, she's trying to. I don't know what she's actually, actually. I don't really know what she's trying to do. I think you know? she's trying to atone for the the Hydra shit at the end of the season. The end of season two, because yeah, she guess. was willing to to do anything to stay basically on his side. Yeah, I suppose. I just I don't know. Like right now, her her relationship with the Ghost Rider. I mean, that's more or less what I think is the main motivation for her to stay around in L.A., especially. And let me just say this. I really love that it's set in L.A. right now. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I know all those places. Oh, I've been there. Oh, this is great. <laughs> nice. um, well, plus, and you got Yo-Yo, which oh, I love Yo-Yo. that Yo-Yo's back. Because that, that actress is great, and I love her character. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh, did you read any of the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider books? Uh, no, I have not. The only, Honestly, the only Ghost Rider interaction I have is that Nicolas Cage movie. And okay. flipping through a book here and there. Definitely yeah. give at least the first episode of this season a shot, um, which I'm pretty sure I think you can still catch it on Hulu because I think they're only three deep or maybe four this week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you should be able to watch uh, the first three on uh, Hulu. And, yeah, uh, the first episode introduces the Robbie Reyes version, the Ghost Rider in, the, in a badass muscle car, and it's a very different version of the Ghost Rider, but he's also a really, really well done and very cool version of Ghost Rider. Because the car is fucking awesome, and mm-hmm. literally they do the special effects where they had they showed a practical shot of a car driving down the street with its tires on fire, like they did some crazy shit for the show. It, oh, they so made it look good. The, the, does the car get all Ghost Rider as well? It does. It yeah, does. but uh, it, it really did, like it doesn't go nuts like 
in the com- or in the the Nicolas Cage one where he would get on the bike and the whole bike would morph. Right, right. Yeah, this right. one it's literally basically the car stays looking as a it's a Charger or a Challenger. I think it's a challenger. Uh, challenger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still looks like a challenger with a blower, and it's big and black and beautiful. Basically, just the tires light on fire. No, that's cool. Yeah, so oh, like they... the car, the car doesn't morph. Yeah, like it doesn't go crazy. It just, it just looks badass. I want to say that at least the yeah they they have the budget now. I guess after a successful last couple seasons to finally put some you know some actual good special effects. On this show, so I mean, people who think, "Oh well, you know, uh, you know uh, Ghost Rider's going to look cheesy or whatever," no, it actually looks pretty good. It's, it's not plus, yeah, amazing. I thought about it. It's I mean, it's it's, uh, it's it, we're getting stepping stones because yeah. to make I think this is one of the ways that they're going to make uh, Iron Fist power believable. Because what oh. we're getting here, we're getting Ghost Rider. We're really getting the first supernatural character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's not right. in the movies; he's in the TV show, but it's connected, so it counts. Well, and this is a character who has full blown supernatural powers. That's not explained away as tech. Yeah, it's not. Ex- it's not explained as advanced science like the Norse god stuff in the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. It's a full blown supernatural character. And then next month we get Doctor Strange. Yes. So we're going to see somebody actually using just magical spells and altering reality. And then from that we're going to get Iron Fist, where we have a character where we say he punched his plunged his hand into the heart of a dragon and now has the ability to turn his hands into a thing like iron. He's a living weapon. Like, so, living yeah, weapon. to make that character believable, I think they like this. It all kind of lines up because we're going to see magic actually done as magic in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, and then Iron Fist will make more sense. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm a little dubious about the magic thing. I don't know if they can make it. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's it's a Marvel movie, hurdle. dude. It's it's going to go off pretty well. All right. Yeah. It's the one hurdle and left they have, right? The one hurdle they have left is that. Yeah. So once they do that, well, that and, good. you know, punching gods once we get the actual fight with Thanos. Because, <laughs> you know, what, what, once we actually get Chris Evans trying to punch Thanos mm-hmm. in the face, like that's that's going to be the last giant hurdle to pull off. I thought, they, I thought he said he's done. Who? Well, he's done after the second... Avenger, yeah, the center, they're, they're uh, all still signed up for two more Avengers films. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Which so he might, he might not be coming back for, he might not be signed for another Captain America movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's still in for two more Avengers. And we already have another Captain America in the wings anyway. If necessary. Yeah, is, is it going to be Bucky or uh, Falcon? Uh, it could be either one. They could well, do yeah. both. Why not both? Yeah, why not both? Yeah, because in the comics, it went from Steve to Bucky, back to Steve, and then to Sam. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and in the comics right now, the Sam Cap is fucking fantastic. And they're doing a really good job. Nick Spencer's doing a really good job of using that book to basically talk about the social issues that are happening right now with black people in America. And oh, he's yeah. doing it damn well. It's a really, really good comic. And it's it's awesome to read uh, that one and the Steve Cap, where you now have a Steve Rogers who, when he was a kid, was saved by Hydra and basically indoctrinated as a child into Hydra. Mm-hmm. And so he's hid for all these decades that he's actually a Hydra mole and it makes for really good storytelling and they're going to go back and change it. And eventually it won't have happened, but well, you know, this was also the same character was a werewolf at one point. People need to quit freaking out. Wait, it's just Captain comics. America was a werewolf. Captain America was a motherfucking <laughs> werewolf at one point. Hydra. Like it's I not approve. the end of the fucking world. <laughs> it's comics people. It's supposed to be fun. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So really that's, 
there's another Marvel show that's supposed to come out soon called Legion. Um, yeah, which I'll, yeah, I've I've seen some good stuff about it and it looks good, yeah. but it's Fox, so it always scares me because <laughs> Fox is you know for for every for every fucking Deadpool. You got an X Men: The Last Stand, and you know, yeah, and the you know what I've seen the the trailer for it, and it looks pretty good. Um, it, if people don't know who Legion is, I mean, he's isn't he Professor X's son? He is David Howler. He is Professor Xavier and Moira Mctaggart's son, mm. who had a split personality. Mm. The upside of his character in the comics was that every different personality had a different mutant ability. So when his mutant powers kicked in, he became basically the most powerful character in the universe because depending on which personality he was, there was pretty much nothing that he couldn't do, hence the name Legion, because he had a legion of personalities and a legion of super abilities, yeah. which led to uh, the Age of Apocalypse storyline because uh, Legion got put into a coma, and when he woke up, his fractured psyche had basically healed itself and oh, he realized no. that he had access to all of those superpowers. Oh, nice. I like He that. was basically a fucking catalog of super abilities. Oh, he could do right. anything he wanted to. Yeah, so I don't know how far into that they're going to go. But yeah, he's Prof yeah. X's kid, and he's, he's, he's scary-level powerful. I'll, scary level. I will predict 14 episodes. <laughs> I'll predict 14 episodes, and that's as far as they'll let it go. Because they're just oh, yeah? not... They just don't hang on to shows, you know? Mm-hmm. Fox, just this, Fox has those... Uh, has this fear of like, oh, this is good. Mm, first well, off, the, the fans good, like this. Yeah, yeah, the fans like it. Kill it. And let's let's make sure that the episodes are out of order too. Let's put the last episode first and the first episode last. Yeah, that'll really make it good. Yeah. There's always know. a chance. But I mean, now, hey, Lucifer came back for a second season, and I'm digging that show. So there's there's always a chance. And know? Gotham, Gotham is Fox, isn't it? Gotham is Fox. Yeah, and there yeah, are people so. that love it. I mean, I'm not saying it's my, it's definitely not our favorite thing, but there are people that fucking love that show, and it's yeah, not a bad show. It's not the best comic book TV show on TV, but it's not a bad. It's show. not the. Cape. It's better than a lot of the stuff that's out there. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> and, not the yeah, cape. It's not, it's not heroes. It's it's, it's fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> All, right, All right, so I'll we still got a. Is that, oh, I got that on blue. I got that on uh, DVD too. That's uh, low blow, Josh. Aaron, low Aaron blow. Paul, Aaron Paul is in the first episode. Aaron Paul is in the first episode of fucking Birds of Prey. Oh, man. That show had some great actors on <laughs> And people forget. People forget. Fucking Harley Quinn was the super bad. She was the main villain in that show. I didn't. I haven't seen it in forever. But now and i got to go and watch Sarah. it again. It was great. Oh, there's good go stuff on that. Okay, it wasn't great, but there's good <laughs> stuff on that show. <laughs> yeah, I got the, that was another one. The, uh, the same the same Amazon order. I got the Cape and Birds of Prey, both full seasons <laughs> on DVD, and I think all together, like the two of them cost me eleven dollars. Like they oh, were wow. cheap. <laughs> that's, that's super that, is, that is bold. That is bold. <laughs> and I watched them both all the way through again. <laughs> Fun stuff. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, so two of us have watched all of Luke Cage. One of us hasn't watched any of it yet. So uh, we can we can just do a light cover and basically just say Luke Cage was fucking fantastic. And yeah. I'm ready for Iron Fist. Um, I was a big fan of Luke Cage too, even though it's probably at the end of my list. If I were to rank the current Netflix shows, it's it'd still be at the end of my list. Mostly so you, because... So you go Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage? Right. Well, I, I mean, in the sense of series. So, Daredevil season two, Jessica Jones, Daredevil season one, Luke Cage. 
I can uh, see that. And yeah. there there has been a big complaint that a lot of Luke Cage, you don't have the amount of fighting that well, I the, think a lot of people were expecting from after mm-hmm. seeing two seasons of Daredevil. I think they were. I think people were hoping that Luke Cage is going to spend a lot more time brawling, and it, basically the show is a lot more social commentary. It is, but it was also kind of episodic in the sense of there were a lot of what I felt were kind of standalone episodes that didn't progress the storyline that much. Uh, they could have shortened it by like four mm-hmm. episodes, and it would have been tight and perfect. Yes, the fighting is. I mean, the only thing I'll say about the fighting is is that you have an unstoppable tank against a bunch of squishy little dudes. Like, you really can't make him exciting. You know he's going to win. You know he's going to be the best, you know, stand above. Yeah. Oh, it's it just... can't be problematic storytelling yeah. because you have a bulletproof, super strength character. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Jessica Jones, we don't really see her use her powers that often. So no. Luke Cage is really the first Netflix show where you're seeing a character that from the start of the show is totally superpowered. Mm-hmm. But in the same way, it was Luke Cage season one is just like Daredevil season one. It's the origin story. It is. It's but basically, the end of the last episode, he's really the Luke Cage that you're expecting when the show starts. Sort of. I mean, he was already introduced in Jessica Jones. I mean, we already got a taste of what his powers are. We knew what he, you know, we didn't really get a real origin story per mm-hmm. se. We kind of got an origin in the reason why he becomes Power Man, you know, like, and the reason why yeah. he decides to become a hero. You know, so that's you know not to get into too much uh, spoiler because we'll, we'll we will talk about it in, in following weeks. But yeah, I think yeah, it and, is and if you're gonna go watch Luke Cage, be on the lookout because there is a princess tiara in the first season of Luke Cage, <laughs> and I which was fucking, cleverly cleverly it was, done. It was well done. I clapped. I cheered out loud when I saw that scene. I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> you a princess tiara and a butterfly collar, yellow shirt. Fuck oh, yeah, man. Luke Cage. We need to talk about this soon because there's so many things. One of the worst outfits ever in comics, and they pulled it off in the show. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, so we we will talk about Luke Cage throughout uh, throughout this season of CMYK TV because, yeah, there's, what was it, 13 episodes? There's lots of Luke Cage to talk about. And you want to talk about a powerful cast. There is a fucking amazing cast on that show just for the acting. Even if Mm -hmm. you're not even, like, a huge fan of superheroes, like, it's a good one just for the acting alone to watch that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would recommend I would recommend it to anybody. It's just not it's not going to be if if you're a big fan of like the Avengers movies and you mm-hmm. want to see a bunch of fights, that's not really what Luke Cage is. Luke Cage yeah, is much no. more storytelling. It's not an action show, you know. Luke Cage yeah. is yeah. It, it's again, you're right. It's more about talking about the kind of the issues going on in the world. So I mean, I I get that. It's just uh, yes, uh, they could have cut some of the fat on that one. But I guess they could have done it for all the, all of them, you know, all three oh, yeah. seasons. But, I mean, yeah, it's 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 also it's that thing where you, when you don't have a time limit, how long does your story need to take? Mm-hmm. And that's how long the producers thought it needed. They thought it needed thirteen episodes. So yeah, yeah. I and mean, you could trim a you get trim a little fat. I say I think that with the story they told, it could have been done with a solid ten. Yeah. I don't know if I would have trimmed off any more than that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, I mean, I enjoyed all the stuff that was there, all the Easter eggs, and you know. The, all, all, the, all the fantastic acting. And, of course, you know, we got the continuation of the Night Nurse. Rosario Dawson is the, the one that's going to bring the Defenders together. And uh, as I heard, uh, I think it was Kevin Smith said, he's really hoping that they're not going to make her the Coulson. Oh. And it's not going to be her dying at the end of Iron Fist, and that's what brings the four together, because oh, that would really man. suck. That would be I'm, I'm really hoping that Rosario is going to keep getting a paycheck because she's awesome, and I love her character. Sure. She plays – she does Claire Temple extremely well. And, you know, 
damn, that woman needs some coffee, you know? All right, all right. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. Good. All right. So that brings us to uh, the the, the CW, uh, the Berlantiverse. Ah, the quartet. Yeah, the the quartet, which, you know, just – if they just go get Constantine, I'm just saying they'd have five shows, five nights a week. Mm -hmm. It would just be primetime comic book. Just change it to the DCW and get it over with. Pretty it just soon, changes that, state, that station is going to be the DCW. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's a good <laughs> idea. Because the new we can when you call it a WB, it's not really like you're slipping up too hard. Yeah, because right? it, yeah, it's all Warner Brothers properties pretty much. Other than other than Supernatural and a couple of other shows, I mean DC has taken over there. But yeah, so we got uh we got the Return of Flash. We got Flash season three. We got the Return of Arrow. Arrow season five. Five, yeah. Five mm-hmm. now. Yeah, we this got is the last the... year of flashbacks. Woo. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. We don't know if they're all in time in sequence. Oh, man. They, they could always be a little two-month period where he went to Thailand. You, we never know. Oh, God, I, think they could, I think the way that those writers do it, because they do do it so well, mm. I think they can keep putting flashbacks in that show as long as that show runs. They don't need it. It's so I'm not saying they need it, but the way they do it. And the way they did it on the newest episode was great with the Russian mob. Like, yeah. Showing how he was trained to get in the Russian mob and him using that training technique with the new kids, fantastic. The way they did that flashback was great. I think we also have uh, the return of Legends of Tomorrow for season two, and we have the introduction of Supergirl to the DCW show or the DCW channel, but not the CW universe yet. So it is. Are we officially calling it DCW? Is that- I do. <laughs> okay. I call it DCW in the Berlantiverse. So right, Supergirl right. is on CW, but she is not yet technically part of the Berlantiverse because she's on an alternate world that Flash was able to run to, but she does not live... Right now, they're in, in the combined world where the Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, and Flash live. We have Central City. We have Keystone City. There is not a national city yet in that world. All right, let's talk about this then for a second, because yeah. that was my question. I had read that they were in separate universes, and I was I was convinced mm-hmm. Flashpoint was going to finally bring National City back into, or nope. not back into, but but a part of the Arrow, nope. the Flareoverse, actually, I guess what they call it I now. hate that fucking term. The Flareoverse. Because <laughs> Flare only covers two. It's the All right, the Verlantiverse. Because I mean, Verlanti covers all of them. Yeah, but but you know what I mean because it's still yeah. not a part of the. They're still not part of that other world. So, no, but Legends is, and it will be, I believe, by the end of this season because we be know that there is a four-part crossover coming up yeah. that they've already talked about. So at some point, we're going to get a Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow four-part crossover, and I believe that's going to lead to what will basically be a TV broken-down version of Crisis on Infinite Earths, where at the end of it. We'll get a major death, and then that will make all four shows part of the same universe when it's all said and done. They relaunch mm. next season. Well, that's my guess. And here's my theory: because they already got rid of, they already got rid of a character that I was so happy they got rid of, which was Laurel Lance. They're going to get rid of Iris West. Thank you. It's going to happen. Do you think they're going to get rid happen. of Iris? Iris. How, how do you, how do you get rid of the lightning rod? That's what brings Barry back. I look, Iris. I mean, I'm beginning to like her again, sort of. I never really liked her in the beginning. She was kind of annoying. It's a character. Oh, see, I love, I love the character, and I love that actress. She does it so well. When they, when they keep jumping to universes, and then one, you know, one moment she's in love with Barry, mm-hmm. and the next moment she's arguing with her dad, and 
can't figure out why Barry's giving her shit. But it's like, so she plays petty. that role so well. So petty most of the time. Like, most of the time. It's, it's the petty. CW. I don't care. It should be. It's petty, petty, pretty people. <laughs> the only difference now uh, is with DCW, they're petty, pretty people with powers. Yeah. But she's very also... illiterate. Yeah, look. I. <laughs> I just I'm sad that Patty Spivet never became a thing. Um, yeah, that she's on another show now. I think, or at least I saw her on the Timeless show. She did she's playing. Oh, is that where there. she's at? Because yeah. that was she was a great actress too. She was yeah. I liked her character on the Flash. She was fun, and she's also a speedster in like the grand scheme of things. She's a speedster too. So I hope <laughs> they bring her back. But yeah, I I don't know. So so I, all I know is that. <sighs> Will the well? My question is: Will the um, Justice Society of America will they, will they be a part of the big crisis? Will they be a big uh, part of the big uh, crossover? Because I think are, they're, I, if they're going to be a part of it, they'll be the one that initiates it. You think so? Possibly. I don't. I don't think. I think they're going to be a one-off in the Legends of Tomorrow, the same way that the Justice Society was in Smallville, which yeah. I, I guess they were a two-part episode. Which well, you know, it was really no, cool, but it, I don't it was, think so. It was a two part, but they 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 went back to it a couple times. They? they were like regular on Smallville, yeah. They, it, I, guess it was, I don't remember uh, him staying around that long. Regular guests. He only he only used, Clark only used the ring a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a ring. <laughs> yeah, I think Josh is talking about the Legion. The oh Legion yeah, ring. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking ring. about. Sorry, I. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Deadpool fan. That's I'll just okay. shut up. That's all good. No, 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 you're you're absolutely right. It's um. The Legion of no. the... Justice Society of America in the past, Legion in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, Both connected to Superman, though. You are right. Yeah. It's um. Anyway, but yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you want to talk about first in the uh, Berlanti verse? Pick a show. Which one? I said pick a show. I'll pick a show. <laughs> I'm uh, current on all of them. So all right, let's go with Supergirl then, because that was the what that appeared on Monday. So might as well talk about yes, the first okay. show that came up. Uh, Josh, have you been watching Supergirl at all? I'm guessing not. I, I kind of fell off on the, the later side of season one, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because it was just very inconvenient to try and watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I did yeah, tune in. You could, you could only watch it on the CBS app, was basically mm-hmm. the, only, or the only way to get it last year. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and you I, could get it on Hulu last year. It was up. It was on. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. CBS app. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I missed a lot. And then I once I gained access to it, then it was like, you know, I had to remember to watch it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did tune in for some of the big episodes. Uh, for sure, I can't remember what they are right now. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I did tune in for uh, 20, what, 201. Okay. Okay, yeah, so I did uh, see it. Full see of, the, full the of Superman goodiness. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the one and only Superman, if I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, was that guy happy. Oh, man, he was shaking everyone's hand. He was just smiling and clumsy. Yeah, I, and I really would have liked to have seen somebody else as <laughs> Superman, I think, but it's really, <laughs> cool. I, uh, I, definitely, I don't think he did bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Cochran, he's, he's definitely not, a, not the world's worst actor. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that his Clark was really happy mm-hmm. and was a klutz and, you know, and, and was playing up kind of that what kind of reminded me like the Christopher Reeve role of the, mm-hmm. when, when I'm Clark, I'm going to be a goofball and I'm going to be uncoordinated and all of that stuff. And I like the fact that they, they did his Superman on that show is the way Superman should be attitude wise. The same way. The reason I love the first season of Supergirl on CBS, mm-hmm. she's hope she's bright. She's blue. Mm-hmm. It's fucking 
the the everybody wearing that shield on their chest should be a symbol of hope. They yeah. should be big fucking Boy Scouts that always do the right thing for the right reason because it's right. Yeah. And there's no question about it. There's no, oh, I think I'm going to run away and not be Superman for a while because it's hard. <laughs> like, there's none of that emo bullshit. These are two characters that help people because they have the ability to help people. And sadly, they give her kind of the origin story of the Man of Steel Superman where I'm going to hide that I have superpowers until I'm 24. And then, oh, now, yeah, I'm going to start using them all again and just help people well, all the time. And that makes sense because they didn't have a Superman to kind of play off of, like a Superman in that universe that they could play off of. Yeah. So it totally makes sense that they allowed her the Clark Kent origin story. Yeah. But, yeah, now with the two characters, yeah, the the bright, blue, happy, mm-hmm. like, it's so fitting. And, like, this, if you want to do a comparison – for I mean, one of the good the good things that I'm seeing in the uh, the DC Cinematic Universe and the DC TV Universe being separate is that we now have a good Superman. Yeah, I don't just <laughs> I don't dislike the actor that plays Superman in the movies, mm-hmm. but I do not like the character they have created for him. Look. Zack Snyder and David Ayer or not David Ayer. Um, I can't remember the writer, um, the guy who wrote the Blade movies. Yeah, I don't remember. Um. I mean, and he's not—he's not a writer I dislike. But they created a a dark version of Superman that I dislike. I do not like a Superman that hid his powers from the world because his dad said, "Ah, well, maybe you shouldn't save people." Right? Like maybe that's you should hold not that whole bunch of kids die. Yeah, maybe you should have let all your kids die on the way to school. Maybe yeah, I mean, you that's fast enough to save me from a tornado. I think you're yeah. okay. <laughs> maybe you should have saved the dog instead of letting me die. Yeah, like that's that's not the Superman I want to see. The yeah. on Supergirl, that's the Superman I want to see. Yeah, look, really, if we're looking for a good Superman, and unfortunately he's already doing something else, but Brandon Routh, Brandon Routh should have really, really held out to play Superman yeah. again, because I think he would have been the perfect addition to Yeah, to but the, I do love the way he does Ray Palmer. He, he's good he, at Ray Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does oh, Ray Palmer he's, so well. Clark Kent. With he a is different, Clark Kent. In a different, if, different job. Yeah, he pretty is, much. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, yeah. When it comes down to it, well, you know, with Melissa Benoist, her mm-hmm. Supergirl is the best version of Superman we've had in ten years. So that's true. She makes that show fun. Yeah, and she, and that cast appears just like the Flash to be having a blast while they're making that show. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I hope it keeps running for a long time because it's really enjoyable. I was I was uh, happy to see that uh, they included uh, Martian Manhunter. I had missed. Oh yeah. I apparently had missed those episodes in season one. Yeah, well, so that was, <laughs> yeah, like the reveal yeah, of it. Yeah, so, so you know, with these flying around with their at, right at the beginning of two hundred one, I was just like, oh, yeah. well, right on. Okay, the show, show's going in the right direction. Well, season- yeah, and it's not it's not Smallville either, where you had you know you had a black actor playing the character and just his eyes would turn red. They mm-hmm. literally have the actor fully morphing into the mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter and flying mm-hmm. around. The fact that that's on a live-action TV show is amazing in and of itself. I, I think I saw an episode in the first season where they kind of hinted that he had something going on. They did the red eyes for him. Uh, yeah, well, Maybe that's they did the red was. eyes a couple times, but the thing is is that Hank Henshaw, the character whose namesake he has in the comics, was the cyborg Superman. Was yeah. the evil <laughs> Kryptonian mm. DNA-based cyborg. And so when the first time they showed the eyes turned red, I was like, oh shit, he's actually going to be Hank Henshaw. And you find out this Hank Henshaw has been taken over by a shapeshifter, and it's not that character at all. It's fucking John Jones, which yeah. that was even better. 
But I have to admit, the season two, the first episode of season two, definitely looks like they have a good, nice budget. They were nice enough to kind of catch everybody up in those first two minutes of the show. Like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what happened in season one. Oh, Check yeah. it out. Yeah. Like, they really did a good job of of keeping the feel and aesthetic of the the original Supergirl and giving it a little bit of that CW shine, you know, giving it a little bit of that sheen mm-hmm, that the mm-hmm. CW kind of gives its uh, its DC shows. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a great first episode. Uh, I don't know. They, they they saw the boy though. The worst part is the first the, the episode begins with the, the boy in the in the capsule, and then forgotten, yeah. just forgotten. Like oh whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they, they I think they cut back to him once inside the yeah. the place, mm. and then yeah, it was pretty much. Pretty much forgotten about as they're dealing with a villain. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It, whatever. The, 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 no big deal. Wouldn't that now? Wouldn't that be like Brainiac or? Uh, well, it's a Kryptonian. A, so a, oh, it's okay. Monel. It's probably yeah. Mon-El. It could be Monel, which is yeah. Another Monel. Uh, he's uh, basically Superboy in the future in the Legion era okay. times, where he can only access. He's the one that can only access one of his powers at a time. I think, if I remember correctly. Oh. Or like, if he's super strong, he's super strong, and that's it. He can't fly. If he's flying, he's not super strong. Like, he has access to Kryptonian powers one at a time, if I remember correctly. I, or at least that was a, that, that was at least one version of him that I remember reading. They'll change him up. I mean, he'll probably oh, yeah, be just like, our, He will be Superboy, I think. I, I, I don't see why. He'll, he'll be uh, Peter Petrelli. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, you know what? You're having too many super people when this is a Supergirl show. I think that's the only issue I have right now. It's not a Justice League show. It's a well, super- yeah, it's a well, Supergirl show. She should be but, the highlight. Yet they're still kind of hey, here's more Clark. He's going to be here for two, two, you know, two episodes. Oh, here's another Super Kryptonian that'll probably do something later on. It's like ah, you gotta, you're you're crowding a, a, a fledgling show that should really be concentrating on Supergirl. That's just me. Maybe I'm be. wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I like the addition to the cast they've done so far. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see where they go with it. But I mean. Yeah. You know, with what they've done, you know, Red Tornado was kind of a letdown. But oh, yeah. other than that, almost everything that they've added in to Supergirl, I've found really entertaining. So I'm excited to see where they keep going with it this season. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know who yeah, who the third Kryptonian is going to be or how long we got Superman on this show. But, yeah, it's it's it was really fun last year, and I have a feeling that, yeah, that level of fun will keep keep going with Supergirl. So I'm definitely going to stick with it. I, I enjoy the hell out of that. Oh, show. yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm having a great time with it. Josh, you, you with us? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll, no. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I think I'll, I'll continue. I'll continue watching it. I, now that you now that it's on a much easier way for me to watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and CW. Yeah, for people that don't know, CW, you can always watch their last. Is it five episodes? Last five episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they keep the last five episodes current on their website, and so you don't need a. You don't need to put in your cable provider. You don't have to put in your phone number. You can literally just go to thecw.com and watch the last five episodes mm-hmm. that have aired. Which at this point means you can watch the first two flashes, first two arrows, one Supergirl and one Legends tomorrow, and in six hours you'll be caught up. Yep. All right. Uh, All right so uh, Legends. jump onto Arrow. Well, oh no, Legends is the last. So you want to jump onto Arrow? Oh wait, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Arrow, Arrow, we got a, uh, we got the backflash or the, the backflash, the flashback <laughs> to uh, him to uh, Ollie's initiation into the Russian crime syndicate, yeah. and. Well, at the same time, he's using that training to train the new recruits that he decides to try to form a team with at the end of the first episode because pretty much it's been given uh, that everybody from Team Arrow yeah. except for uh, uh, Overwatch is gone and not coming back. We got well, Diggle, 
Diggle's in the back of the army, mm-hmm. fighting overseas. Uh, sister is sticking with uh, helping out the mayor, who is you know still Ollie, which is kind of weird, but refusing <laughs> to put on the Speedy suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, original Speedy's gone. We don't have a Red Arrow. Laurel's dead for the moment. No, uh, no, indefinitely. Just white gone. Can- white Canary gone. has ran away. <laughs> yeah, so everybody white but uh, on yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody but Overwatch is, is gone, and Overwatch well, really, ain't Overwatch here. is gone, too, because so. she's dating somebody else now. Yeah, now she's dating somebody else, which is just, just – that was a weird way they did that on that first episode. They did All of a really... sudden, some dude showed up in her apartment. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's only been six months. You know, come on now. But, uh, yeah, well, we spoke with um, the dude that plays um, – Diggle, and he gets to get the suit back at some point, so he will return at some point. Yeah, with a brand new. Was, yeah, and we suit. showed yeah because they showed the the pr- the promo art of it, right? Right. With the, the new the new helmet for Spartan. Yeah, so Spartan will have a new suit uh, made by Cisco. Uh, for I guess I guess he will be coming back as a regular. I think, as they call it, the um, original Team Era OTA. Uh, we'll be back again, <laughs> as they call it. But for now, we have the, uh, Curtis, who I guess is Mr. Terrific at some point. Yeah. Uh, Wild Dog and Evelyn Sharp, who will be uh, eventually the new Black Canary. Yeah, so... from the looks of things. And yeah, oh, Mr. Terrific in the comics is awesome. And yeah, to see him tain, basically take an Olympic athlete. So we're getting, he's the Olympian and he's the cybernetic genius. But at this point, he basically doesn't know how to fight. And so now we're going to get all he's going to teach him how to fight. Like, that's right. going to be fun. And I, I want, I'm, I'm waiting to see. I want to see that black tee on his face. Oh, what is was that, that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's a hell of a costume. He wears a black tee on his face, and then he wears a leather jacket with the words "fair play" written down the arm. Oh man! Well, I, I asked, which is "fair play" was what was written on the chest of the original Mister Terrific from back in like the JSA days. And that was Echo Kellum, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I asked yeah. him at, at at San Diego Comic Con if he was going to be donning a mask this year. And he put a big old grin on his face, and he was like, "Oh yeah." Well, I hope Which, it's yeah. the one with the T. I mean, if it's yeah, see, I don't tea. know if it's an actual mask though, because in the comics they make it look more like it's just basically black face paint. Well, oh, that's I, gonna be weird. <laughs> I just asked him, you know, are you gonna be donning a mask? Yeah, it's kind of a broad right. statement. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to get actual Mister Terrific, which yeah, I'm excited for that because yeah, when they showed the T Spears last year, mm-hmm. and they showed that he was actually making fucking uh, you know informational flying drones. Like, oh, yeah. that was so cool. Because that's straight out of the comics. Mr. Terrific uses T-Spheres. They fly around. I think they shoot lasers. Like, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, three three episodes. Is it it's three episodes in, right? Yeah, I think yeah. three episodes in. Or no, yeah. two episodes in. Two, two, two episodes two, in. Two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's looking pretty good. I don't know. The Rag Dude, Ragman Dude. Oh, yeah, we got Ragman, which that was, wow. So Overwatch <laughs> nukes a town. Mm-hmm. One kid's dad tosses him under an Egyptian robe. It yes. somehow absorbs the radiation of a nuclear blast and keeps the kid alive. And so, yeah, by the end of each, uh, episode two, we now have Ragman joining the new Team Arrow. So, yeah, right. so they're actually going to have somebody with superpowers, but not quite like we're not talking like crazy barrier Supergirl level. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Power rags. So I, I thought it was scarecrow. I thought so first. too. I'm like, that's a scarecrow costume. That's not. <laughs> yeah, see, I wasn't sure what they were going for at first because like, it looked more like tendrils. Like it looked yeah. almost like a like a weird swamp thing character when they were kind of just you know showing him off screen at the mm-hmm. first introduction. And then yeah, when you realize that like he's wearing head to toe cloth, it's like, oh my god, it's Ragman, but he has superpowers like the cape. 
<laughs> oh, God. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, Bring man. it all back to the cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what you call synergy, my friend. Yeah, I guess ah, so. Yeah. Oh, man. So I'm yeah. Making- I'm glad that they finally have like a super, like a, a a mystically powered super vigilante with them because yeah, if they meet another Damien Dark, it's just it's going to be Indeed. ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy. Well, that do they you remember that. Francis the uh, um, the guy that plays uh, uh, what's his face Diggle saying that he even felt that season four got a little too mystical and a little too much like the Flash. Well, he, yeah, because it and, it and it totally did. I think it was just that they were so concentrating on making Flash such a hit, even though it's only what this is season three for them, or is this season yeah season three for them? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that they kind of neglected a little bit of the Arrow writing. I mean, it, it, you could tell season four was not that. It wasn't good. <laughs> it just wasn't good. Had too much too much ma- mystical and magic stuff. But it was a lot of back and forth and a lot of. Like, oh, we can, we got him. We can go finally defeat Dark. And like, oh no, he mm, did something yeah, yeah. weird, and now we can't. So it was just, it was a headache to watch. But hopefully, this season, I believe in them, and this season will actually be a much better, much more cohesive season for Arrow. And they'll bring it back. They'll bring back um, Batman 3.0 or whatever he is, and just <laughs> hopefully it'll be good. But. Uh, they need to really tone down his series. He's getting back to the old season one Ollie, where he has just no humor whatsoever, and it's getting. I, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, he needs to have a little bit of humor, not yeah. a ton. No. We don't. He doesn't need to be cracking jokes, but the occasional bit of humor works a lot better with Arrow. To to also yeah to avoid him actually being Batman. Yeah, and they're relying <laughs> on Felicity too much for the jokes. Like, there was the joke where he says, oh, this team's a little too green, and she replies with, yeah, some could say the same about you. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting three years to say that. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, Yeah, she, no. she is kind of the they, – they're, they're playing her off so far this season. Yeah, as the, I'm gonna, she's going to do the catchphrases that we can use in the commercials. Yeah, she <laughs> – but I noticed there is a little bit less of her, like – they're really kind of concentrating on everybody else, which is nice. I'm glad that they're giving some screen time to everybody else because it was a little bit yeah. uh, Felicity heavy for a while. So it's nice. To and see the, the Paul Black Paul Blackthorn stuff has been really heavy, like story wise, yeah. but it's been mm. really good. Like him mm. dealing with the death of his daughter, like wow. Yeah, yeah, and it being an actual like he had to do it twice, you know, at least yeah. one of them came back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, so this one well as a murderous monster, but you know, still oh, alive. whatever. You know, you, know. <laughs> you get a little, you get a little, you know, take a little, get a little, you know. But anyway, no. all um, right. And then uh, we also got Flash. Flash, yes. So season three, start of the new season, start of a new universe. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that the first episode of the season didn't last longer. That Flashpoint was only one episode? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously there's ripple effects, apparently, that move on to his now current universe, his current dimension, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Earth 3. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Alternate reality timeline 3. I just I'm I I wish they just kept it a little longer just to just to see the man happy for a little while longer you know <laughs> man well hey he got he got to live for three months with his parents both alive yeah that's I guess. you know not bad for Barry but that's yeah I do bad. think it's funny that basically the start of every season is now well here's the new timeline for Barry because he fucked something up again <laughs> right right <laughs> will he ever and then, learn and, then I, and I loved I loved like huge spoilers if you're not caught up on Flash. I loved him 
getting done with Flashpoint, realizing the world's fucked up, start of episode two, I'm going to run back and fix it again, because that always works, and it's not worked every fucking time you fucked it up, and he gets yanked out of the time stream by the original Flash, John Wesley Ship, as the Golden Age fucking Flash, Jay Garrick, taking him to a diner, sitting him down for some food, and saying, motherfucker, knock it off. Yeah, well, you here's just the th- keep breaking shit because the time rates are gone. Like I haven't seen a time rate. You think they do something about this, right? Right, right. Yeah. Or are we just gonna kind of skip past that? I don't know. I, I think I think with the new, you know, with um, was it the Black Flash being a thing now? Uh, I think they might not. Yeah, I don't well, think I, they'll. I think what they're doing is they're ignoring the the time race thing because specifically the time race were trying to stop somebody from making a change. And so because this time Barry was going to make a change and actually the storyline is them moving forward and telling him to basically deal with it, mm-hmm. I think that's why we're not seeing the time race. It's because yeah. the storyline basically got wrapped around them all getting Barry to wrap his head around the idea that you can't just keep going back and fixing it. You have to deal with it and move forward. And so having them do that with the John Wesley ship character versus like having time race attack him I think he had a better storyline from it that way. So yeah. I think that's why they went with that. Because, yeah, yeah, you would think if he keeps running back over and over again, eventually the time race is just going to come eat his ass. It's like, which dude, is, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, you'd think that would be in the back of his mind. But, yeah, he returns to a new, episode yeah. two, he returns to a new Earth <laughs> again with everything yeah. kind of slightly different, just slightly. Yeah, and sad the, Cisco. Sad Cisco, you got Malfoy as his uh, buddy now. Yeah, which I I kept seeing him at San Diego Comic Con this summer, and I'm like, what the fuck is Draco Malfoy doing hanging out with the Flash cast? It's like, oh wait, know. he's the new character on the Flash. And I'm like, what villain is he gonna be? I don't like, know because I'm I'm super excited for that. Like, no, he's gonna be the the CSI guy that works in the office with Barry and doesn't like him. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? But, but at the same time, I was like, that's amazing. I just want you just get Felton just being you know a normal guy. He yeah. doesn't have to be as I mean he might end up being a supervillain because well you know it's a super super powered TV show. But yeah, we get you know just Tom Felton just chilling there being a smart scientist and telling Barry he's an asshole. Well, I want him to continue his sarcasm and I want Barry to do oh, something yeah. amazing and for Felton to go up to him and say, "You're a wizard, Barry," and then that's it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be a happy camper. I will be a happy you just, camper. You just, want the, you just want the line, you're a wizard, Barry? Yeah, if I can get, <laughs> if, if I can get that one line, I will be, would be so awesome. the happiest oh, person but, ever. But can, can we get Barry to make start making multiple snake references to him? Uh, that might be a little too on the nose, but I, would, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. That would oh, be good. Oh, but you're a wizard, Barry, a, isn't too on the nose? It's a, it's a one throwaway line. A one throwaway line. I'm hoping it's just done. I wish I knew what the hell you guys were talking about. It's a, Well, he's from Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay. And he's, the, he's kind of... So instead of you're a wizard, Harry, you're, you're a, a wizard, wizard Barry. Barry. Yeah. Uh, just be amazing. Oh, be amazing. Yeah, anyway. Never saw those movies either, but yeah, whatever. You're right. Oh, well, there you go. You're, you're not right. going to get the fun references. <laughs> Tom, Tom Felton was the main bad guy villain through all the Potter films, basically, on a mm-hmm. kid level. On the he kid played level, yeah. Draco Malfoy, who was the same age as Harry Potter. Yeah, so they were the rivals. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. Well, did you see it, Josh? Did you see The Flash? I haven't seen two or 302. Oh, you saw the first yeah, one. Yeah, 302. I only saw 301. Mm. I see saw Flashpoint. With Kid Flash and the rival. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was I was a fan of Kid Flash. I hope they don't just make it for that one episode. I hope they give Kid well, Flash. Well, as we've seen for the commercial coming up for this week, we get Jesse Quick back from Earth Two, and she was hit by the same energy wave that Wally was mm-hmm. in the last timeline. So there's <laughs> two, no two timelines ago. So there's no telling whether or not the Wally on timeline three mm-hmm. was hit by the same energy flash, but. Possibly he was, and possibly he could still become Kid Flash. Do you think, after <laughs> all of this talk of, like, you can't be changing stuff anymore, you can't be going back to the past, that this whole time travel thing is finally over and just jump dimensions instead, jump Earths? And they possibly. Because they need to stop at the time stuff. They need to stop yeah, at the time. It, it, it becomes a thing where, especially, yeah, for the writers, mm-hmm. what, what can't Barry fix if he can travel back in time anytime there's a problem? Well, they can't, they can't fix Cisco's brother's death. That's what they can't um, fix. Well, right now. But, you know, Barry was going to try to go back and fix that. Because he was going to try and go back and reset everything. And that's when Jay pulled him out of the timeline. Well, Cisco's brother is the, is the Martha and Thomas Wayne of this world, all right? They yeah, have to stay dead now. Right. <laughs> they cannot live. Uh, but, yeah, look. Hey, there was a... Um, Oh, no, the Gotham reference was in Supergirl. Never mind. I was going to say, I know there was a Gotham reference in one of these. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the attack during National City is like, screw this. We're going back to Gotham. Yeah, so. I was <laughs> no, say. this one, uh, the Flash, this, this, uh, the big deal in the, the second episode of the Flash was you get um, Barry saying, well, you know, Cisco's kind of dealing and not quite as depressed by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. He's got the West family talking again. Oh, yeah. They were all angry, hating each other. And then he thought that, you know, the one thing that the one person that wasn't pissed off was um, uh, Daniel Panabaker. I can't think of her character's name. Uh, Snow. Caitlin Snow. Snow. Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin was the only one who wasn't really changed as he thought in this new third timeline. And of course, as right before the credits, as Barry goes walking away, huge spoiler, Mm -hmm. she lifts her hand up and it starts turning into ice and you see cold air coming off of her hand. Because apparently in this world... She has the Killer Frost abilities. So we neglected to say a couple things. And Arrow, the main b- bad guy, is another is another archer. <laughs> is another. Well, at least yeah, we don't know if that's the main bad guy, but it's there is an archer running around killing people, right? And we don't know who it is yet. We don't know who it is. In in Arrow, the new guy is Alchemy. Whoever yeah, Alchemy Flash, is, the new guy Flash. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Who so... is a villain? Yeah, that Barry doesn't know who he is. Mm-hmm. But he apparently has the ability to take people from the Flashpoint universe and give them their abilities. So is... he finds the character who played the actor who played Rival, who mm-hmm. in this is now timeline three. Yeah. This guy doesn't have any super abilities. Somehow Alchemy takes him, says, Hey, you've been having memories of this alternate universe because over there you had super speed. So I can give you super speed. So and then Yeah. We don't know how, but he does it. He has the ability to give people their superpowers from the Flashpoint universe. Alchemy is just a slow zoom because this is the zoom storyline. Zoom did the exact same thing. Yeah, sending guys after. Right. Except, well, <laughs> Alchemy showed up and blasted Barry with an energy blast and actually hit him. Oh, yeah. And so we don't know how he did that because he wasn't moving at super speed. Right. He looked like just a guy in a mask and a robe. And he walks up and straight tags Barry, who is mm. supposed to be the fastest man alive, which... You know, if you just keep your head on a swivel a little bit more, 
He's never. Maybe you wouldn't get smacked around so much. Barry has never been the fastest man alive. There's always been somebody faster than him. That's he true. Has that never is true. been the fastest man alive. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I, I hope the show gets to the point where they actually give Wally all the abilities that Wally actually has in the comics, and we realize how slow Barry really is. Uh, oh no. <laughs> oh, that'll just destroy the whole show. Oh, it would be really funny though. And then it Kenyon just. The actor that plays Wally just takes over. He's like, "That's no, my show. I'm the." I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be so bad. Alive. He's he's a good character. He's a good actor. And he's, he's good. I like him. And yeah, and he, and he pulled off a yellow and red suit. Like that's not easy to do. Yeah. Like he, he wore a half body suit made out of yellow leather and made it look good. Like that's he, impressive. He also did the the one liners too. Like he had a couple one liners in that oh, episode. Oh yeah, so yeah. and because like, yeah. Wally is more of a talker, which yeah. made which was very fitting. If anything, I think one of the things that makes the the Flash show m- much more fun than I thought it was going to be is they really did give Barry kind of uh, a Wally West influence from the comics. Wally is the the funny one, the the guy who tells jokes, and Barry was honestly I was never a fan of Barry in the comics because Barry was boring as shit. Bor- Barry was the <laughs> stick in the mud character, yeah. Yeah. and you know he always you know it was one of those guys that you know would do the right thing usually for the right reason. But he really had, like, no personality. And I, I think one of the best things about the, the TV show is, I mean, the Barry Allen in the TV show has a personality. Yeah. And Grant Gustin pulls it off very well. But I think it's it's a little bit of the influence of people reading episodes or issues of the comics that were done that were about Wally West and not about Barry Allen. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, he's fine. I, I have I, I like uh, I like Grant Gustin as a character. Again, he should have been, he should be all flashes at all at all times. That's all I know. But. Yeah, he, he's great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's definitely it's my it's my favorite. Just you know, on TV, comic book show, not it cable, is. not Netflix, just for television. Sure. It is the best one. It is. Flash still beats all the rest hands down as it, far as I can It say. has the most heart, I think, and has the most likable definitely. characters. I think it has the best ensemble out of the entire uh yeah DCW. they do seem to they do seem to work uh extremely well together though yeah. i would i would say legends is probably second place which we can just transition right well, into that it's it's going to pulled legends from all the other nazis. shows that's true them. yeah but yeah they have they have a hell of a cast and they gotta fight nazis like they had a oh, fun geez. first episode oh, <laughs> they got they uh, gotta punch einstein come on uh yeah. What other TV show do you get to punch Einstein? That was awesome. Not many, not many. <laughs> and, I, I and, like... and, and showing that Einstein was a dog. Like, oh. <laughs> he was at a party straight trying to get two chicks back to his room. That's funny. I was so and, and, that. And, oh, and Gray saw that and just lost it. He's like, why the hell? Like, this guy's my hero, and he's just trying to dog on these two women. Yeah, let the man <laughs> have some, you know? It was but, so good. Uh, I do like that they... It's funny, because they introduce... You know the new the new season with Ollie, like Oliver is there, and yeah. he's kind of the weird intro with a new character, like this random dude who's just yeah. Like, the it was historian. it was a strange intro, and then yeah, you find uh, uh, Mick. We find freaking uh, our our resident Pyro, yeah, frozen in the sick bay of the time ship in the harbor of New York. And apparently he's been frozen there since 1945? Uh, 42. Or 42. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're so going he's back. America. And... He's Captain America. He's Captain America. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they took they turned Mick Rory into Captain America. So, yeah, so Heat Wave has spent, you know, 70 years frozen in the, the Hudson Bay. 
And yeah, and then you get a little flashback <laughs> of him telling a story, and then off he goes with the new kid. Yeah, it's, it was a very, very strange setup, and now we have in a world where we don't have the the. There's no more, uh, no Darvel, more uh, um, Pip, Rip Hunter. Yeah, no more Rip Hunter. No more uh, Time Masters. So right. yeah, it's, what it's happened just, to Rip Hunter? Because we don't know. We don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't really know other than that. Basically, he sacrificed himself and sent all the members of the team to random spots throughout time mm-hmm. to save them in kind of a last ditch effort to empty the ship. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were about to get hit by an uh, atomic yeah, bomb. About to get hit by a, yeah, an atomic bomb, a nuclear yeah, not, bomb. Not, not a nuclear bomb, yeah. an atomic bomb. And yeah, the only reason and he couldn't send Mick anywhere because Mick had been shot, and so he wouldn't survive the rigors of time travel. So the rest of the team was dropped throughout random spots of time, and then you got a version of uh, you got Ray Palmer sent back to prehistoric times. So it was kind of a version of uh, the Dark Knight Strikes Again, where Ray Palmer Jeez. was living on a. a on a crazy planet with these monsters, but it was, it seemed prehistoric and you find out that he'd actually been shrunk down and was living in a Petri dish. But mm. so they did that, a version of that by just sending Ray Palmer back to actual fighting dinosaurs. Mm. And so you actually got Ray running around with a big stick, <laughs> trying to kill a T-Rex when freaking Mick it, finds In his Adam suit? No, because no, he, he doesn't have the suit, suit either. Oh, so God. yeah, he's in like fucked up tennis shoes. He's grown a crazy beard. His hair's all grown out, looking all nuts. Like, it was a hell of an intro to his character for this season. Well, they technically didn't... I mean, they introed it with the team they were now taking over as the Time Masters because they were well, yeah. going through different parts of time. And uh, they did introduce the team originally in France, and uh, they were, you know, fighting some random well, yeah, it was what they, they'd, spent, they'd spent six months, I think it was, going and fixing time ripples. Is that what they said? Yeah, it wasn't time ripples. They were... Ab- 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 Abominations or something like that, like aberrations. Were, aberrations, that's right. They time were, aberrations. Yeah, they were correcting time aberrations, and the one place they weren't supposed to go to was 1942 because uh, uh, it was warned by one of the Justice Le- Justice Society to not go to, ni- to 1942. Yeah, and, and of course they do. They do because <laughs> apparently New York's get, New York gets blown up by a nuclear bomb. So yeah, because somehow the Nazis end up getting the nukes, the atomic weapons before atomic America. Weapons. Yeah, and then yeah, we uh, and I think they said in that alternate world we still won the war, but the Nazis took out New York City, and it took two years longer. Yeah, so twelve million yeah. more lives were lost. Yep, and so that's what they're fighting against. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a hell of a start for the season because yeah, anytime if you're gonna do time travel, you got to throw Nazis in there. Everybody wants to see Nazis. But it's not a mid-season anymore, <laughs> right? So this is gonna get a full twenty-four, yeah, no, I, right? Yeah, I think we're gonna. This is gonna be the first full. Uh, we're gonna get a full season nope. of Legends of Tomorrow. We're getting or thirteen. Is oh, is it? Oh, maybe it's maybe it's going off, and that's when iZombie will come in and that's take its what's place going on. On, on uh, what is it? Wednesdays? On Thursdays. Thursdays. Yeah. Arrows Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So it's Supergirl, okay. Arrow, so, Fla- oh, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends, and Legends, and then yeah. halfway through the season, Legends will be the iZombie time slot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. That works. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, uh, so far, so good. I mean, they did they did start off strong. They resolved a lot of issues super quick. I wasn't a fan of that. I mean, Laurel. I mean, not Laurel. Um, White Canary and Sarah. Ray, Sarah and Ray were like butting heads over some stuff, and then automatically, yeah, kind of, yeah, gone. Kind of solving stuff in one episode. Yeah, but uh, they do introduce Damian Dark again. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, you have another character who's lived a super long time. 
since you had one in the first season. It's like, well, we're going to have another one in the second season. Well, if you got characters that are jumping through time, you can't have a villain that only lives for 70 years. Well, that wasn't the... Like, I didn't care, though. (laughs) Like, Damien Dark, fine. It was the second reveal, the second villain that that I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. But yeah, it it looks like it'll be a fun one. I think they got a lot to work with. So I'm I'm excited to see where they're going to go with it. So, spoiler alert, the second villain, Reverse Flash. Oh, yeah. oh really? Reverse Flash yep. is working with Damien Eobard Thawne. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yep. And yeah, the actual Reverse Flash. So, not the one that looks like Wells. Oh, yeah. But uh, the, the blonde actor. Actually, right. The actual Eobard. So, yeah, yeah, the one that just escaped the Flash is now the villain on Legends of Tomorrow. Which I'm okay <laughs> with, because that dude only gets like a handful of episodes anyway like that's in true all, in all the seasons <laughs> it's just like here's two or three episodes man enjoy it's like he can finally yeah. get a full because of the season. yeah the fate the face shifting technology he didn't get really work much no, right <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I'm i wonder if he still that's... gets i wonder if he still gets you know uh his uh, acting checks though for every episode where they mention the reverse flash they, even well, if it's not him they better. I mean, that dude is putting. Uh, that dude's good, and they're putting a lot into his uh, into his character. So he, they better give him something for all that. But I'm liking Very it. I, I'm really I'm really glad that they're. It's starting off strong. But I need. I want my Rip Hunter back because it's Doctor yeah, Who. Well, they get, yeah, they got to do something to get a, a character. Actually, I wonder if that kid is going to end up taking that role. No. No, I don't like that dude, man. You don't like him? <laughs> no, I, I already don't like the guy. He's kind of goofy and kind of he, he's kind of like a like a younger Ray Palmer. You know what I mean? Like he's just a younger Brendan Routh. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Yeah, I, we I already got one. It. We don't need one. You know. That's true. Very true. All right, uh, that about does it for this week, though. We got pretty much covered everything. Uh, you guys got anything else? Um, no, I got to catch up. No. Yeah, just the right. Society of America was introduced at the end of the of uh, Legends, so we'll get to see them in the next episode. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, it was, uh, they had some cool. The, the Star Girl looks awesome. She actually has a staff. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was flying with it too, which is great. Yeah, and she was flying, which yeah, it, it's always awesome. You saw when you that, see that, like that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Well, there's no flying characters without wings. I don't think in. Any of the DCW outside of Supergirl, I mean. Well, Ray, but he uses boosters. Like, there's no one who flies kind of with mystic power. Oh um, yeah, not yeah. with yeah something like that where it's outside of them. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. Look. Hey, as long as you're willing to st- look, I'm just happy you're sticking with Lucifer. Oh, you didn't mention Preacher. Did you want to mention Preacher real quick? Oh yeah, I totally forgot. Well, we'll add that to probably uh, next week. We'll try to do okay. a little more of the backup backlog of the whole year's worth of what we missed for an entire first season of preacher mm-hmm. um and then yeah like we covered you know the whole we did there was an entire season of luke cage which i've already watched all of that and i think mm-hmm. uh francis had as well so yeah, yeah we'll we'll uh, cover most of that uh we'll talk about preacher and all that next week and, uh, and uh, hopefully jay will be back with us and we'll have uh oh, he'll we'll be have, uh, all the walking our, dead stuff yeah we'll get oh, all man. cut up on the walking dead because yeah i they, they added uh because the new season started so the last season went on netflix so I'm about halfway through last season, which I'm excited to see, you know, get caught up again, knowing that the end of last season is the introduction of Negan, which means they're, the TV show is caught up to issue 100 of the comic. So the TV show is still about three to four years behind where I am reading the comic. So there's still a lot of shit for them to do. <laughs> Isn't there like a thousand? 
Isn't there a thousand uh, epi- or, uh, issues of The Walking Dead? No, no, it's at like uh, 150 some now. Is it hun- only 100? I feel like that thing's been going on forever. <laughs> well, that's, that's over 10 years. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, that comic's been running for over ten years. Well, then a hundred seems small because they've been they've been slacking on some <laughs> years. I think then if that's yeah, the well, case. there there was a while on both books where uh, Barbara Kirkman actually um, was very forthcoming with the fact that on at one point he was writing for Marvel two to three uh, monthly books. He was writing like Ultimate X Men and Walking oh. Dead and Invincible and Super Dinosaur. And working on other projects, and it ended up being that uh, the Walking Dead and Invincible scripts started coming in slower and later, mm-hmm. and so the artists were keeping up, but the books were coming out slower and delayed. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, they did a they had a point where uh, I think it was 2012 at Image they announced that no late issues would come out that year, and he was he was one of the big focuses because his books are so well done and so well read by mm-hmm. so many people that they wanted specifically to make sure that The Walking Dead and Invincible put out 12 issues that year. And they well, did, and they, they, got, they got a little caught up. I just know he's a slacker. Slacker. Yeah. Slacker. But now he's you know <laughs> sitting on this giant pile of cable television money, so he, he can slack all he wants. And <laughs> the son of a bitch is killing off Invincible, too. The oh. one thing that, you know, the one, the one superhero book that he does, and to be as un-superhero-like and un-Marvel and DC-like as possible, he's ending a superhero book. It's the only thing that superhero books don't do. There's no third act. Well, they never end. It's only because. <laughs> look, first off, it, never mind. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I was gonna that's go a into whole it. other thing. I was gonna maybe, go into it. Never mind. But maybe never we'll mind. get an invincible show out of it now that there's a beginning, middle, of an end, or you yeah. know, a series of movies. That'd be nice. I but yeah, so yeah. that'll that'll do it for us this week, and uh, we'll be back next week. More CMYK TV podcast. I uh, hope to see you guys then. Have a colorful week. Bye, everybody.